Hello everyone. Today we would begin with chapter 5th Karma Yoga. Action in Krishna consciousness. In the second chapter preliminary knowledge of the soul and its enlargement in the material body were explained. how to get out of this material engagement by buddhi yoga or devotional service was also explained therein in the third chapter it was explained that a person who is situated on the platform of knowledge no longer has any duties to perform and in the fourth chapter the lord told arjuna that all kinds of sacrificial work culminate in knowledge however at the end of the fourth chapter the lord advised arjuna to wake up and fight being situated in perfect knowledge therefore by simultaneously stressing the importance of both work in devotion and in action in knowledge krishna has perplexed arjuna and confused his determination so this chapter begins with arjuna's doubt as to how a person can remain in duty and be free from actions at the same time krishna introduces the two lifestyles once again and says that either of the lifestyles can help a person in getting moksha through knowledge what is necessary in both lifestyles is a relative freedom from raga and dvesha which is an important condition for self knowledge of these two krishna recommends active life as ideal for a common man as the lord himself points out a secluded life is difficult to pursue without maturity people are mad after sense gratification and they do not know that this present body which is full of miseries is a result of one's fruitive activities in the past although the body is temporary it is always giving one trouble in many ways therefore to act for sense gratification is not good one is considered to be a failure in life as long as 
he makes no inquiry about his real identity as long as he does not know his real identity he has to work for fruitive results for sense gratification and as long as one is engrossed in the consciousness of sense gratification one has to transmigrate from one body to another although the mind may be engrossed in fruitive activities and influenced by ignorance one must still develop a love for devotional service to vasudeva only then can one have the opportunity to get out of the bondage of material body in text 7 lord krishna explains one who works in krishna consciousness is servant to all he is very dear to everyone and because everyone is satisfied with his work he is pure in consciousness because he is pure in consciousness his mind is completely controlled and because his mind is controlled his senses are also controlled because his mind is always fixed on krishna there is no chance of his being deviated from krishna nor is there a chance that he will engage his senses in matter other than service of the lord the difference between a person in krishna consciousness and a person in bodily consciousness is that the former is attached to krishna whereas the latter is attached to the result of his activities the person who is attached to krishna and works for him only is certainly a liberated person and he has no anxiety over the results of his work but one who is entangled in profit calculation for sense gratification cannot have peace the lord is the constant companion of the living entity as parmatma or the super soul and therefore he can understand the desires of the individual soul as one can smell the flavor of a flower by being near to it desire is a subtle form of conditioning for the living entity the lord fulfills his desire as he deserves 
man proposes and God disposes. The individual is not therefore omnipotent in fulfilling his desires. The Lord, however, can fulfill all desires and the Lord being neutral to everyone does not interfere with the desires of the minute independent living entities. However, when one desires Krishna, the Lord takes special care and encourages one to desire in such a way that one can attain to him and be eternally happy. The Lord neither hates nor likes anyone, though he appears to. The symptoms of the self-realized person are given herein. The first symptom is that he is not illusioned by the false identification of the body with his true self. He knows perfectly well that he is not this body but is the fragmental portion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is therefore not joyful in achieving something. Nor does he lament in losing anything which is related to his body. This steadiness of mind is called Stira Buddhi or Self-Intelligence. Such steady consciousness is called Krishna Consciousness. In the next two verses, Lord Krishna explains that material sense pleasures are to contact of the material senses which are all temporary because the body itself is temporary. A liberated soul is not interested in anything which is temporary. Knowing well the joys of transcendental pleasures how can a liberated soul agree to enjoy false pleasure? The more one is addicted to material pleasures, the more he is entrapped by material miseries. Material desires, when unsatiated, generate anger. And thus the mind, eyes, and chest become agitated. Therefore, one must practice to control them before one gives up this material body. One who can do this is understood to be self-realized and is thus happy in the state of self-realization. It is the duty of the transcendentalist to try strenuously to control desire and anger.
from text 24 to 26 the lord talks about vidya mukti jeevan muktas who revel in themselves who are pure minded who love all beings and who have doubtless knowledge of the atma attain oneness with brahman vidya mukti at the fall of the body having removed all thoughts of sense objects having withdrawn the sense organs having regulated the breathing and freed from desire fear and anger one should meditate with a desire for moksha one has to drive out the sense objects such as sound touch form taste and smell by the pratyahara process in yoga which will be detailed in the next chapter and then keep the vision of the eyes between the two eyebrows and concentrate on the tip of the nose with half closed lid there is no benefit in closing the eyes altogether because then there is the chance of falling asleep nor is there benefit in opening the eyes completely because then there is a hazard of being attracted by sense objects the breathing movement is restrained within the nostril by neutralizing the up moving and down moving air within the body by practice of such yoga one is able to gain control over the senses refrain from outward sense objects and thus prepare oneself for liberation in the supreme knowing the lord who is the receiver of all sacrifices who is the supreme lord of all worlds and who is the friend of all beings the wise man attains peace thus we end the fifth chapter of the bhagavad gita in the matter of karma yoga or action in krishna consciousness thank you